to the Be A Better Ally podcast. My name is Trisha Friedman. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. Longtime listeners know I have a lot of love for the amazing nonprofit organization Pride and Less Prejudice. If you're a new listener, first of all, welcome. Thanks for being here. Second of all, let me update you on Pride and Less Prejudice. Every school year, they select roughly 15 LGBTQ plus inclusive children's books for grades pre-K through two-third. They use donations from amazing individuals as well as grants. They buy those books and they send them to educators who have filled out the book request. There is no charge to educators who need those books donated to their classroom. Pride and Less Prejudice also host webinars. They bring educators amazing panels, and they offer teacher guides free for their books, as well as curate virtual author read-alouds. So the big news for this August is that as of last week, they have just launched their brand new lineup of books for this academic year. I'm excited because I'm always excited when they announce that lineup, but this year is really special because they've got three titles on that list that come to us from authors and illustrators who have been guests on this show. That's why you might recognize three of those titles, Door by Door, The Wishing Flower, and Molly's Tuxedo. I'll be sure to link to those episodes from this show that explore those titles over there in the show notes. Now, if you're learning more about the work that Pride and Less Prejudice does and you're thinking, actually, you know what? I'm very, very privileged and um, fortunate that my school's got a great budget for books. We don't necessarily need books donated, but you still want to take a look at those titles, add them to your classroom libraries. If that sounds like the situation you're in, I would encourage you to use the link in the show notes. It happens to be an affiliate link to Bookshop. Bookshop is a store that supports independent booksellers and also supports Pride and Less Prejudice. When you use their affiliate link, 10% of your purchase on that Bookshop link goes back to the folks at Pride and Less Prejudice and helps them continue to provide free books to schools. I wanted to highlight that new book collection because I know there is huge power in children's literature, not just for young readers, but for readers of all ages. If you've got a PLC or you've got an educator book group planned for this academic year, I'd ask, do you have any children's literature titles that you are exploring? Why not? I've been a part of a ton of book clubs, and one thing that I notice about a really generative book club group is that that is a group that provides scaffolding for the readers, not just after the book has been read, but in anticipation, before the reading has already begun. I've actually developed a bookmark resource that's got some ready-to-roll reflection questions that can serve as that very scaffolding. I think it works for educators. I think it works for students as well. I've had a lot of success using it with student groups. The bookmark happens to be part of a free guide that's designed for those of us who facilitate a student GSA or SOGI group. There's five different ideas for this back-to-school launch with our new cohorts, and that bookmark is idea number five. 
If you're curious to learn more, you can head over to the show notes and download a copy completely free. At the core of the bookmark, there's an essential question. What would it mean for us to not necessarily have shared reading or viewing texts, but instead to have shared questions through a common bookmark? As way of example, let's say you have a student who's really into watching the series Heartstopper, and then you have another student who is totally engaged by the book Friday I'm in Love by Cameron Garrett. They have different interests in texts, but if they have both already received this bookmark, it's going to set them up for a conversation that explores different texts with common lines of inquiry. One of the questions you'll find on the bookmark is the following. What assumptions does this text seem to make about its audience? And I love that question because it gets learners thinking about what the creators, producers, writers, directors of the text thought about the audience. What did they think the audience needed in order to be hooked or engaged? What did they think the audience needed to have had explained explicitly? What, in what ways did they trust the audience to understand or to do their own research? And I've got to tell you, I've been really fortunate to have listened to some amazing student discussions on those lines of inquiry. So over there in the show notes, you're going to find the free guide that's got that bookmark. And I would encourage you, consider sharing the bookmark with your student cohort or with your teacher book group and saying, how can we take this and make it better? How can we customize it? Because that bookmark is an example that's meant to, again, not necessarily be prescriptive, but to be maybe a little bit inspiring. What are some of the core questions that you would love to be discussing, regardless of what your reading, viewing, listening habits are? Folks, I would love to hear more about how you make use of it. If you take an activity and remix it in any way from that free guide and you're willing to share your remixing with our listeners, please reach out to me. My email address is over there in the show notes. In closing, I wanted to also let you know that I've got some news to share. I have a brand new three-part session that is just now opened up for registration. That's through Chapters International. On November 2nd, 9th, and 16th, you can join me virtually for a deep dive entitled Centering Equity in the Era of AI. You can learn more about that in the show notes. Thanks for listening. And again, thank you so much to the nonprofit Pride and Less Prejudice for supporting educators and for striving for inclusion. <laughs>